You have all week to think of these. You have all week, and then you don't do anything. (laughs) It's just the first thing that comes to your brain. Write a few down. Pick your favorite. And um, today... The writers are on strike. (laughs) That would be against the rules. Yeah, exactly. That would be writing. Jinx is not in the guild, by the way. She is allowed to write. (laughs) No, that would be Not for studios. (laughs) You can write other things. (laughs) For myself? Yeah, like in your diary. Okay. Today our guest (laughs) is no stranger to podcasts. She's my boss on another network, and um, she's got a very successful podcast. Uh, Quite a few, actually. (laughs) Race Chaser, Hot Goss. I'm sure there's more. Uh, she's She's also just a really good friend of mine and a very talented entertainer. And a repeat guest here on I'm 40% Podcast, it's Alaska. But you can just call me mom. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so glad you came on for a mom episode. I know, and it's a good mom episode. (laughs) This was a good episode. I feel like we can officially say this is a good season, in my opinion. Yes. Alaska hasn't Uh said anything. I'm glad it's a mom episode too because I mean I I think you and you Jinx and mom have a lot of parallels. You you've done her right. Yes, I've kind of strong-handed, strong-armed my um, <laughs> my close affiliation with mom. Uh, uh, I see a drag mom queens. character, I claim it. <laughs> yes. Drag queens are always worried about their strong hands. Um, oh my god, I've been holding the mic the other way the whole time. Is this better? Yeah, it sounded like shit till now, but it oh sounds pretty good god. now. Alaska, it? thank you for uh, being here. Did it really here. sound like shit? It was pretty bad. clarity. <laughs> Alaska, you uh, are a rare repeat guest here on our Futurama podcast because you're a Futurama super fan. And yes. we just really wanted your thoughts on this new season. Um, uh, well... I think it's good. Uh, I'm glad that it is back. It's so, I feel like, I feel a little like, you know how Sex and the City did a, a reboot, you know, mm-hmm. and just like what? that. Whatever. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> There's this show called Sex and the City, Jason. Excuse me? Uh, no, I've seen it every episode of And Just Like That. Yeah. It's, it's one of those shows that is kind of like, if you don't watch it, you miss out on a big part of culture. I agree. And it's one that I can agree with, you know, like I, I, it's not Star Wars being forced upon me. At least it's just, you know, I love, you You know, I love women in the prime of their life. 
Yes, <laughs> exactly. And and just like that, when they rebooted it, the first season was like, whoa, 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 wait, whoa, 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 what is happening here? Because so much time had passed and they have to sort of like... They have to like get their bearings. So, but now the second season of And Just Like That is like so good. It feels like home. It feels, it's funny. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> I love it. So I feel like this first few episodes of Futurama, yeah, they're, they're, um, they're good, but I feel like they're still finding their footing a little bit i don't know why are fry and leela a, a happy couple that they need to break that shit up like miranda and jay diaz they need to <laughs> they need to maybe jay diaz up. can come on this show please you know, i have been kind of enjoying that it's not the same old will they won't they trope that we've seen so much and that we're kind of seeing them navigate things as a couple and they're a very modern couple you know, they're like, yeah. they are very supportive of each other's stupid ideas. And I feel like yeah. they'd be polyamorous I like if they talked about it. You don't <laughs> like seeing those, happy relationships. I want to be miserable. It just makes the show, it, Can it you makes agree? The show better. Well, Leela was, was pretty miserable this episode. I think we're getting <laughs> plenty of Leela misery this Can, season. Good. Can you agree that Leela's a little unhinged in this new iteration? Well, she must be. I was like, at this episode, I was like, why is she moving in to Fry and Bender's apartment? Has she lost her mind? But you you see her apartment. It's just a a white cube, remember? This is, well, (laughs) I don't remember that. We've seen Fry and Leela dating. And then we know that they, like, you know, spent their eternity, to, their their lives together when yes. the earth was frozen. Mm-hmm. They don't quite remember that, but they must have, like, an inert, like, like deeper affection for each other. So yeah. maybe we are finally seeing what Fry and Lee like. Uh, free, fra, free lie. Free lie. Free lie. Free lie. Free Yeah. Yeah. We're the big I ship what, them. We're seeing what Big Freela is actually like as a couple. Big Freela. <laughs> and <laughs> and maybe this is Leela meeting Fry halfway, you know? Uh, um, we should get into the episode. Which, which <laughs> listen, for real life couples, I think that's all great. And that's all very re- reasonable but and realistic. For your fantasy, sci-fi, <laughs> animated. For a TV show, you, your characters have to kind of, you know, be like not unhappy a little bit. Did you hate when um, Mr. Sheffield and uh, Fran got together? It, the show always goes downhill when the couple gets <laughs> it together. It absolutely does. Niles that's why they and had Daphne. To break up. Yeah, Niles and Daphne. That's why they had to break up Ross and Rachel because they were like, where do we go yes. from here? <laughs> uh, D- Diane and Sam. Like it's... Like she you full can't... on left the show. <laughs> <laughs> Leela, please do not leave the show. Katie Seagal, we know you listened to this. (laughs) Before we get into the Beat by Beat recap, I just real quick, I gotta do the soundboard suggestion, this new segment. By the way, last week I said, oh my gosh, I asked for soundboard suggestions and so, so many came in. Please stop sending me some. More came in, like more than before. I can't, it's an endless cycle. Please stop sending me soundboard suggestions. But a couple got through. Uh, Adjective Otter, as mentioned last week, suggested this one. I don't want to live on this planet anymore. 
Oh, it's Thank a little you. quiet. I might boost the audio on that one. Uh, <laughs> we got uh, K Harju wrote in and suggested this one, which will be very helpful for Jinx. Remember when I told you about always ending your stories a sentence earlier? <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then Justine had a couple of really, really good suggestions, but this one was the easiest to obtain with the hacking skills at my disposal. Uh, is it not here? <gasps> no, here it is. Shut up, baby. I know it. Okay, great. That's the end of this segment. Please stop sending me soundboard suggestions. You can send me nudes because I'm looking oh. at them in chronological order. And if the nudes are at the top, it will motivate me to like get through them all. That's all. I hear that. I hear that. Do you send nudes back? No, I'm married. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so you're allowed to look. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, this episode it's for work. <laughs> Babe, it's, it's for, for work. work. It's for work. Babe, I'm checking my work emails. <laughs> Related to, uh, to items you've viewed, original air date, August 21st, 2023. There's no cold open, but we do still have some weird pre-theme song music. Alaska, have you been noticing these weird little sound bites that are playing before the theme song starts every week? Yeah, what does it mean? Is it a secret We can't message? figure it out. Is it different every week? Mm-hmm. They seem really unrelated. A couple of them in, in a row were spooky, so I thought maybe there was something spooky happening, but this one was like a Ren fair. This one was we very We need different. someone with good computer skills to put the sound bites together and see what they create, because... <laughs> Mash them together. Neither of, us, neither of us have the skills, nor the drive, really. <laughs> The reason I think it is leading to something is we have another very mysterious Chiron. And this Chiron says, we warned you, but you wouldn't listen. So this and could just be you don't an think innocuous this Chiron one, but we don't know. is just related to the episode? Mm, maybe. I thought it was about Futurama itself. Like, <laughs> like we told you, you <laughs> why do you keep asking this show to come back? <laughs> That's what I thought it was. Why do you keep canceling us? <laughs> All right, Meanwhile, it's... American Dad is in season, what, 2019? I, I don't want to talk about American Dad anymore. I still like uh, it. I like it. I like That's it. fine. Like That's it. fine. <laughs> Everyone is allowed to like whatever it's they like. It's the one I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> it's the one I wanted. Uh, so I feel a little uh, lost in the Chirons this season. So I'm just going to give another three out of five Chirons. That's all I can do in this situation. I'm giving it, you know, <laughs> I'm giving it a four out of five Chirons. No, my. <laughs> no, my. <laughs> Alaska, what would you rate this Chiron out of uh, five think, possible Chirons? Yeah, it's a three out of five. Thank you, I agree. <laughs> we open on Fry and Bender's apartment, a location that we really haven't seen in the later part of the show, so it's nice to go back there. And it turns out that we're seeing it again because this is the big day. Leela is moving in. I like that they're just starting in the middle of this. Like, we don't have to see the conversation about it. We, I, I, I like when they just, like, give us, you know, they know we're following along. And, yeah. um, you know, with binge watching being such a prevalent thing these days. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know what that was. Like you Amazon know. and Bitcoin. Current <laughs> things. So I like that they didn't waste any time with exposition because we know the trope, the girlfriend's moving in. Um, yeah. 
I like finding out that Tinny Tim lives underneath them. I don't yes. know how he can afford any apartment. <laughs> in but New York. I like... It didn't look like an apartment, though. It looked like maybe like a broom closet. Like he's I know they're crawled all into the size. walls somehow. I think he lives in the walls. <laughs> yeah. uh, Alaska, do you like Tinny Tim? I was happy to see him. Yes. Yes, I like him. I think he's cool. I, I, I liked his um, burn on England, just like the coal black snows of old England or something like that. Yeah. Uh, so Bender insists that they celebrate their last moments of being bachelor roommates by having a cabbage fight. He has a, One last cabbage fight. One last cabbage fight. <laughs> like, so this is disgusting. an ongoing thing. And he says, and I got some real rotten ones this time. Like... So they have the cabbage fight. There's rotten cabbages everywhere. And Leela opens the door and says, wow, it's much cleaner than last time. See, the, and the this brand. is Leela. This is Leela meeting them, meeting Fry halfway, you know? She's... Yeah. <laughs> she um, set her expectations properly in, low. In real life, love that. In a TV show, <laughs> no. It makes no sense that she's moving into this dump. <laughs> also, I love that the cabbages are come in a crate that says like Uncle Wilties, like sun, <laughs> sun burnt, sun rotted, you know, cabbages. <laughs> so, like you can just buy these. There's some pretty immediate tension between the new roommates, Leela and Bender, um, and they're trying to make out on the couch and. <laughs> They ask for privacy, and Bender says, I better not hear anything through the walls, and then he goes and cries very loudly in his room. Now, can um, you take a hint? And he's like, er, and he's like, yes, but I can't take a very direct request. <laughs> I can't take a direct request. Now, I have a quick question about housemates, roommates, mm-hmm. um, flatmates, uh, and their PDAs. Now, yeah. I wasn't home in San Francisco. I don't want to talk about this. <laughs> I wasn't home at the time. But what? I heard of a time where two of the three roommates invited uh, a no. friend over. <laughs> this is Kenneth telling you this story. And Kenneth very specifically told us that they were going to be out of town on this date. <laughs> well, whatever. And Alaska. then they were And we had already invited our guest over, and he was staying for the weekend. Alaska, how do you feel about housemates starting foreplay in common spaces? <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, because they are sort of like making out. They're like... like in a shared space that's for everyone. I like, know. Like, so a bedroom. Like, take it in the other room, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Have you lived with people who will just start sucking face? Like, uh, I, I mean. I, I've lived with people who will like spoon intensely on the couch, and I'm kind of like, fine. you're one of What's those un- people. I do not spoon intensely. <laughs> you you spoon blandly, blithely. <laughs> there's, there's, like, it's like two like two sardines in a can. <laughs> Well, it's New York. It's New New York. We don't even curve. We lay there straight as planks. Look, (laughs) I think we can agree. The problem is not that Leela is living with Fry. It's that she's... 
They're too old to have an additional roommate, I think. Well, she also just, she just moved in and is already bossing Bender around, right? Like, there's got to be a transitional period as it becomes, as it moves from being Bender and Fry's space to being Bender, Fry, and Leela's space, you know? True. Yes. She should show (laughs) some deference. I agree. Um, But she doesn't do that. She orders uh, hangers from Mamazon. And she also orders a shoe caddy. And when you order something from Mamazon, it comes in like a little drone instantly. Instantly. Yes. Yes, So fast. Um, Allegory for today. I liked, I've often wondered like what would happen if, I don't know why I've often wondered this, but what would happen if Bender took off both feet at once and tried to walk around on those little little <laughs> I things? Often I, I know he's gotten his feet chopped off before and he's just fallen over, but I wanted to see him try to walk on those little things. Like and screws. I finally got to see it. I finally got to see it. <laughs> he's like, I want to take part in this. Um... The next day at uh, Planet Express, Bender's still crying, and everyone's just looking at him. <laughs> and uh, there's something about the professor. I mean, the professor was just drawn. Now he is always drawn, but there was something about his expression while Bender was crying. It was just extra ambivalent. It was extra, like just completely apathetic. <laughs> And uh, Hermes comes in and he tells everyone that uh, Planet Express is going out of business because they can't compete with Mamazon. But luckily, they do have one delivery today. They have to haul a bunch of crap to the moon. Yes. They're a brick and mortar. Yeah. (laughs) They're a mom and pop independent business. (laughs) The fact that they made it to 3023. A conglomerate that is disguised as a mom and pop business. Right. <laughs> What's um, gonna they... happen when mom dies? Well, she'll is never die. Igner... She's too rich. Who's gonna? <laughs> she'll... Dick Cheney's still alive. He doesn't even have a heart. Ugh, you ever think about that? <laughs> There's sometimes no I'm heart? like, sometimes I'm like, maybe Trump will just like die because of his heart or whatever, and then I'm like, fuck, Dick Cheney's still alive. Anyway, um, he doesn't they... have any heart. They took out his heart and they like replaced it with a robot heart. <laughs> Do you not remember this? He's I guess very... I didn't think it was so literal. I, I believe. <laughs> I mean, look it up. Maybe I'm wrong, but I believe Dick Cheney does have a robot heart. <laughs> oh my god! That's anyway. terrifying. <laughs> There's an interview of him on the View, like kind of saying it very matter of factly. He's like, "Yeah, so they had to put a machine in there so that uh." blood would get to my vital organs and then he kind of smiles (laughs) (laughs) okay (laughs) so mom maybe i imagined all that they fly they fly to the moon and i was very pleased that they were visiting the farmer from episode two of the original season yes and his three robot daughters (laughs) they are doing a lot of three beautiful robot daughters They're doing a lot of that this season. They're like they're they're hearkening back to like the very beginning. The right. Are you excited clearly... to see the the whale biologist, for example? <laughs> the whale oh, biologist who hates I whales. Hate bears. <laughs> but now we hate bears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're glad you found a, an animal you like. Nope, still looking. Nope. <laughs> 
So this moon farmer, he is very anti-Mamazon because the headquarters, the the warehouse, is right in no. his view. And it, it's ruining the I'm moon's natural ugliness. <laughs> I'm conflicted with the moon farmer because he's... Because of his hat. <laughs> yeah, because of his hat. But he's for small business, but he's also... Um, <laughs> wearing a hat that say? says the moon shall rise again <laughs> oh yeah which is a nice it's actually uh, a funny double entendre once I said it out loud but it's also a play on you know Dixieland did didn't he you take know. the hat off <laughs> and throw it down on the ground did he ever put it back on maybe this was Futurama shedding its past but is he wearing it again when he's at the town meeting or whatever <laughs> I, I don't know. Remember. He stomped on his hat the first time we saw him, but I think it was just a plain old hat. It didn't have a political statement on it. <laughs> um, so he... That was before we announced our political biases on our head. <laughs> so the moon man invites uh, the Planet Express crew to a protest that he admits will probably not do anything. So they mm-hmm. go to the moon hall, which I guess is like a town hall. Moon and we hall? have some more old and westy stuff, even though we had an old westy episode already. Yeah. But my favorite was there was a building next to the moon hall that sells earth shine instead of moonshine. <laughs> so well, that isn't good. that just the theme park? The no, it wasn't theme the theme park? park. This was like a town. I, well, I think the moon old theme park. Westy because. The moon because theme Mom park is... is not old west. Wait, is it? Because you're right, the mascot it was there. It is oldie. It, the I moon think they're just in the there. moon theme park. I think Moon Hall is part of the moon theme park. Okay. I guess like that's true. Like a historical. Anyway, <laughs> go on. They're at Moon Hall. Uh, the hick man with the hat. Whoa. Uh, I mean, he's racist. I can call him a hick, right? Um, the hick man with the hat. The cracker. Uh, <laughs> I guess we could call him a cracker. That's probably fine. The cracker with the hat is <laughs> giving a speech about small business. And uh-huh. he's like, what am I going to do to support my three beautiful robot daughters? And they announced that they are going to go to work at Mamazon. Right. And They're out of there. The crushinator bursts through the front of the building. And a man says... The sheriff. Oh, <laughs> yeah. The sheriff that's Gomer Pyle says, well... that." I wonder how she even got in here. <laughs> <laughs> she burst out the door. Makes, oh, I think he says, makes me wonder what, how she got in here. Yeah. <laughs> they keep making little asides that are for the audience that are There's like... There's a couple of them it, this episode. Yeah. Um, I love it. <laughs> and he's Gilmer <laughs> Pyle for some reason because... Some people are still hearkening back to the Andy Griffith show in the Futurama writing room. <laughs> I have zero I have zero knowledge of the Andy Griffith show. All I remember I, is the whistle theme song, because that's when I, I would that, turn off the TV. And I know, well, golly. <laughs> that's a banger. <laughs> Can you whistle, Alaska? Alaska, <laughs> can you whistle? Very impressive. <laughs> so okay. uh, they go to the Mamazon. Um no wait, the there's one more speaker and it's mom. And she goes up and she speaks a pro Mamazon speech 
And she yeah. bribes everyone by giving them invasas, which are like Alexas, but they're shaped yeah. like mom. Okay, I'm going to derail this just for a moment. Now, I have my just issues. For a <laughs> I have my issues with certain episodes of South Park. There was a long time I really liked South Park, and then they did their like fourth or fifth transphobic episode and I was like, "Why are you so just, bothered? So, Why are you so obsessed so... with me?" And so <laughs> and so I, I I fell out with South Park, but South Park, I do credit for teaching me just how insidious freemium gaming is, you know, when I was addicted to the Simpsons sure. tapped out game. <laughs> because lots of my housemates are uncomfortable with my Alexas in the house, but I really like them because you can just say, you know, blah, 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 play this, blah, 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 play this. But I do get a little freaked out that, like, I have a conversation you know, in my room and my Alexa. Next thing I know, I'm getting suggestions about things related to things. And I'm like, they really are. They're listening. They're really that listening. Real. And so what's that, that what is, you so... suggested to you? Diarrhea medicine? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, give me a little while to uh, work on this bit and <laughs> I'll come back to it. You're workshopping bits? You told us that we have to hurry this episode. You literally told us you were on a time crunch. You were the one not, with the heart out. I didn't realize we have a lovely guest here and you're trying bit new bits. I didn't realize I was workshopping a bit. until Alaska, in fairness, do you have any new bits you would like to try? <laughs> no, but I, I do think these shows do, you know, sort of serve as an educational thing. Like yeah. some people don't some people don't even think like, oh, there is a machine listening to me. They just see it as a convenient thing. But also our phones are listening to us. So it doesn't the matter if you have an invasive well, or not. That's why the end of the episode is so poignant um, and prescient. But uh, mm-hmm. let's get to we the can't talk about end. That yet. Prescient and poignant. <laughs> uh, so Fry is still suspicious about the conditions of the Mamazon warehouse, and Mom offers him, Leela, and Bender a tour of the facility. You and won't we see find inside. anything there except every item in existence. <laughs> and then, and uh, now they're like, okay, so the Planet Express crew knows Mom well. When she gets to the factory with them, you'd think she'd just take the suit off. You know, she doesn't like wearing the suit. They've seen her without the suit countless times. Why is she keeping up the I'm not evil act for the robots? Her arch nemeses. Maybe for the the robots. robots. Maybe. (laughs) Working at the center. Yeah. Sure. I think it makes sense. (laughs) So they go in and we see it, and it's just so many robots, so many boxes. Bender looks on and he says, Wow, robots, which I thought was funny. Um, and uh, mom says yes they're much better than unions I mean humans <laughs> damn this is, there's some like good commentary in here and it's not too you know it's actually funny it's actually spoonful funny. of sugar with your political commentary <laughs> that's and good satire <laughs> as they're trying to leave they find out well they're getting kicked out and they find out that they are being kicked out by the newest employee of Mamazon Bender Saw that coming a mile away. <laughs> really? I I was shocked. I gasped. <laughs> no, I fell you out of my chair. Did it. Everyone's working there. 
she controls all the robots anyway. At any moment, I don't even know why she went through the pretense of like, robots, come work for me. It's fun. She could have just pushed a button and made all the robots come work for her. That is Obedience very true. units or whatever, yeah. Well, they're, they're kicking him out. And uh, it's pretty clear that Bender's doing this because he's jealous of Leela being the new roommate. Yeah. Yeah. So the uh, <laughs> so he okay so he goes so to work at work, Amazon yeah now he's gonna work at Mamazon look no, I know no, some people Alaska Mamazon, Mamazon. <laughs> this is a hypothetical Mamazon. thing uh, 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 <laughs> nothing nothing could ever be this insidious and and this uh, ethically gray <laughs> in our world in real life in yeah. real life. <laughs> Fry is devastated at the loss of Bender, but Leela's pretty nonplussed. Uh, they're back at the apartment. Sure, and... Her response is, goodbye, Bender. We'll always miss you, Leela's response is, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Our door is always open to you. And then 15 doors shut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So... They're back uh, on the couch at the apartment, and uh, the Invasa starts acting a little funny. It starts suggesting orders to them, but it's like mishearing them, so it's suggesting the wrong things. But this does inspire them to just buy a Mm -hmm. bunch of stuff, and we get a funny online shopping montage, which I liked. My favorite part was when it delivered the fridge and it broke the window, and then there was a new window inside the fridge. What was your favorite part of this montage? (laughs) My favorite part was Fry saying... Invesa play shopping music. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, you know what's really good shopping music is remember on the Wii shop when you went on there to get your games. (laughs) Alaska, what was your favorite part of the shopping montage? Well, I love that they're infinitely wealthy in this episode. Yeah, all of a sudden. (laughs) Well, they made a point to say their Mamazon's prices can't be beat. Okay, also, okay, they're yeah. saving so well, much money because like they have beds. <laughs> <laughs> they're saving money because couch. Leela's not renting her expensive cube apartment anymore. Right. Okay. Yeah, sure. Yes. Uh, I like always when... have just enough money. <laughs> I like when they get the diarrhea medicine and, and Fry's like, is that yours? And she's like, no, I use a different brand. <laughs> That's, That's a great joke. That's funny. Uh, so... They order a bunch of stuff. Uh, back at Mamazon, Bender is getting used to his job. Uh, I laughed at the tiny air balloon joke. You have to put one tiny air balloon in all of your in Amazon for no orders. reason. Yeah, um, right. And, and put it's a the tiniest gag. item in a huge box. Like at the end when uh, mom and the sons like burst out of the box, there's like one tiny air balloon in there. That's it was a good running yeah, guy. <laughs> they all look so evil, but the one balloon falls out with it. Uh, But for what it's worth, Bender does seem to like his job. And then uh, we go check in on the, the sons, the aforementioned sons. I know one of them is named Igner, but I can't remember the other He's two. the small, he's the youngest one who is also the professor's son. And then the other mm. ones are like, what, uh, Hubert and Floyd. Dagwood and <laughs> Dagwood. Uh, Jughead. <laughs> Betty, Veronica. Um... <laughs> I keep getting lost in my notes. It's okay. Mm. 
work Thank through you. it. Sound them out. Thank you for reassuring me. I Read really it slowly. <laughs> Mom reveals that Invesa is also an AI, and it's going to start ordering things for people before they know they want them. And the sons mm-hmm. uh, each get a package of a slap bomb. Slap bomb. <laughs> <laughs> what do we need this for? <laughs> wapow, wapow, wapow. And then in her in her momentum, she accidentally smacks, um, slaps uh, Invesa. Mm-hmm. And then you see that and mom apologizes. is very... Yeah, she apologizes to Invesa because she is very, very proud of this. She's very proud of this invention of hers. And, you know, uh, mom is a very vain woman. And if this is a creation of hers and it's like better, it's doing better than her sons ever did. It's more like her in every way. So, she, mm. you know, she's gotten emotionally attached to Invesa. Hmm. Hmm. I like the design. The design of the Invesa is quite pretty. They show it sort of in 3D, and it's actually very beautiful. It's kind of like a heart. It's kind of like her head. I quite like like a dildo. It's the Bram Stoker's Dracula Very, very that. It's giving um, Ashley O. Little Robot version from Black Very that, yes. (laughs) Um, So Bender, just as it seems like he's really enjoying this job, he tries to leave, and he can't leave, and he gets hypnotized by the teenage robot who is his manager for some reason. Yeah, it's a virus. I guess because mom broke that remote that controls all the robots so long <laughs> ago, she just never made a second one, so now she has to take them over with a virus. Right. The point is that mom controls the robots whether whether she uses that to her benefit most of the time or not is irrelevant. <laughs> but luckily, Bender is able to break through the hypnosis and send a help me note to uh, Fry, and Le- Fry and Leela. By the way of diarrhea. By yes. the way of the diarrhea medicine, yes. <laughs> so they go back and to the moon and they find out the mom headquarters, it's expanding, you know. Mamazon mm. is expanding so much that it has lifted up the uh, farmer's dome and it's at like an angle so his tractor like flips over because it can't drive at that angle. So they try to blast their way in and it doesn't work. And then the professor says, we can't get in. There's no hope. We'll never be able to get our way inside. (laughs) And then mom goes, we're inside now. <laughs> and then <laughs> Professor goes, I knew we could do it. <laughs> so good. Um, There's a moment so- before that where uh, Fry says, ready to fire on your command. And Leela says, fire. And he says, what? <laughs> <laughs> Just the most incompetent group. Now, and we uh, and we grazed over the fact that uh, mom they went into mom's office and mom can't control it anymore, so yeah. now she has to team up with them. As always, the AI has realized that the humans are optional and or obsolete. So, the mom yeah. AI with with the drive and ambition of mom at its um, at its processing core. <laughs> the AI is on a quest for universal domination. And we've yes. est- we established that it can grow and just kind of absorb things into it. Yes. It's yeah. because uh, it's made of self-replicating nanoparticles, which Professor looks at with his, like, long glasses. <laughs> <laughs> 
so basically the Mamazon headquarters is expanding and it's expanding and we realize it's not a dome. It's in fact a sphere. It starts floating off of the moon. Suddenly it says big as the moon. There's two moons and back on Earth. We watch the funniest news segment maybe ever on Futurama (laughs) where they are talking about how the two moons are fucking with the tides but also creating very confused werewolves. And we see... (laughs) We see, like, a graphic of a werewolf shrugging. Like, he doesn't know if he's supposed to change or not. Then the tides start coming in. Linda starts laughing until she gurgles because they're being overcome by the... (laughs) They're being overcome by the tide. Then the station cuts out, and Zoidberg says, Weird, they they just sat there and let it happen. (laughs) (laughs) Which I laughed so hard at, and then... Seconds later, their window (laughs) bursts and they are swept away in the water. (laughs) It was, I think that was the funniest 20 seconds of the episode. That was my favorite. (laughs) (laughs) Makes me wonder how she got in here. Anyway. (laughs) Anyway. So they're still inside the Invesa. Um, mom and the her kids go to the Invasa's core, which is kind of giving like a Cerebro Star Wars yeah. yeah. And um, she for a moment is about to shut down Invasa because she's like, it's out of control. It's taking all my money. And then one of the sons is like, it's not taking your money. And Invasa's like, what's money? I just want to grow. So she yeah, realizes that she's not going to turn it off. Yeah. Well, then. <laughs> It kind of makes you realize that mom was, what she didn't like was being locked out of the program. But when she (laughs) realizes that the program is only like serving her, then she decides not to turn it off. That makes sense. But it's also kind of like, (laughs) it kind of makes you think like, Mom's not even as smart as we think. Like, everyone's dumb. (laughs) She's not like a scientist per se, right? She's just a business lady. She always had to get professor to do her science. She's an evil genius. Yeah. Yeah. But everyone just kind of stumbles. I I feel like Mayor Poopenmeyer is not a very good mayor, I'm going to (laughs) guess. Is he still the mayor? How is he surviving all these re-elections? He's a terrible mayor. Don't vote for Poopenmeyer. (laughs) Don't put up with this shit. <laughs> Ooh, really good campaign slogan. But, yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. You gotta do some op- oppo so. research on Poop and Meyer. So, mom and her sons get delivered in a box with one tiny air balloon, and they say, "So, did you do it? Did you shut her off?" And mom nope. goes. No nope. button. <laughs> no, no off button. Let's go. And everyone's just okay with that. They're like, they tried, and now they're going to leave. <laughs> um, They do like a Google Maps joke to find Bender. And this actually reminded me of a bit that you used to do, Jinx, because it was like, in, in 30 meters, turn right sharply. Because remember, we used to joke that there should be a Jinx, like uh, yeah. a Jinx a GPS. A Jinx GPS that would go... Oh, here we go. In 30 meters, turn right sharply. Oh my god, turn right now! Turn right! Oh my god, that was it! Oh, you missed it! Uh, anyway. So, 
they catch Bender. <laughs> they bring him inside, and they're like, "Our only option is we've just got to try and fly right at the dome and see if we can like break through the membrane again." But it's not working because the dome is expanding faster than they can fly, which so, is right. sci-fi. <laughs> And then they say something like, um, how are we ever going to get home? Oh, there's Planet Express. Because <laughs> it just expands. Because <laughs> it just expands. It expands all the way to Planet Express. It expands um, And they're happy the for point. a second, but they realize that it's also blocking out the sun, so the entire planet is going to freeze to death. Until... Al Gore comes by in his floating little hover jar. Oh, Al Gore does float by. He get, he sticks it to them one more time. They say, I told you, said you this it was, was going to be glo- global warming. And he said, I said it was a climate crisis. <laughs> and then he <laughs> zooms out of there. That was probably, was that actually Al Gore, you think? It, it was him in all the old He's episodes. He's a big fan of the show. I bet he did. I don't know. Does he even sound like that anymore? He probably sounds like this. I was vice president in 2000. Wait, sure, it might have been him. Is he in the credits? I don't we'll, know. We'll have the we, fact we don't do checkers a lot of research. look into it. We, yeah. we refuse to do any research. Honestly, <laughs> sometimes I'm watching the episode until minutes before we record and still oh. writing down these little summaries. Oh, good. You, never, you would never do that on Race Chaser, right, Alaska? Mama. Uh, <laughs> no, never. No, you no, always no. watch way ahead of time. You watch it several times. You take several uh, rounds of notes. Mama. <laughs> <laughs> Stop so, putting my friend on the spot. <laughs> just when all hope seems lost, the dome expands so far that it envelops the sun, and it just sucks up the whole universe. And Professor's uh-huh. smelling around in his smelloscope, and he's like, yeah, it's just like this now. It's just like this now. And then they're like, so we're trapped in this universe? <laughs> and Invasa says, it's my universe, you're just shopping in it, which I thought was pretty good. Everything's going to be just as terrible as it was before. <laughs> and then they all celebrate. They all cheer, yeah. That's that's a very good quote for our times because like whenever things don't get worse, I feel like we celebrate as a society. Oh, right. thank God. Uh, oh. um, but you know, it's like it is. Here's why I liked the ending because that is exactly where we are right now, where it's like we can see the systems that are bad. Mm-hmm. We can see the way our world is dependent on systems that are fundamentally flawed and exploitative and oppressive. And yet we are so deep into it that how could, how do we unplug now? Right. <laughs> and Interesting with, if true. And with Ronan like exposing that the U.S. government is basically like in Elon Musk's pocket like, what do we do now? What do Wait, we do that now? Happen? He has Lex, a lot of military contracts, and he's also Lex like DMing Luther Putin. Is in so, charge yeah. of our country now. <laughs> like, why? Which we all that makes me feel but, angry. I mean... Thank you. <laughs> it does make me feel angry. <laughs> right. So it's like, yeah. What do What do we do? Um, we... Oppression episode. Episode for these times, I think. Prescient. Prescient, Prescient. poignant, and pregnant. (laughs) 
so I think that's about the end of the episode. Any any final gags that we skipped over that are worth mentioning? <laughs> I think I got all the ones that felt we were pretty <laughs> thorough. <laughs> <laughs> Alaska, so we got your thoughts on um, how I don't remember any of the so end far. of the, uh, I don't remember any of the end of that episode. I think I might have fallen asleep. It, it ended pretty abruptly, <laughs> which I've never done on Race Chase or for ra- Drag Race. <laughs> it's impossible. To at sleep least it's drag, drag Race, race. though. You have an encyclopedic knowledge of one through ten, at least, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> I've fallen asleep during a lot of the new Futurama episodes, and I—that's do- not a reflection on this season. I think I just watched them late at night. <laughs> well. Um, so I need to review. I need to review my notes. But I knew they ended up trapped in the giant universe that is Alexa. That's pretty um, much it. Is, is that they are just invasive. now... I think you saw the, the whole thing, Alaska. You should give yourself credit. I think that's just the end of the episode. They're now at the mercy of Invesa <laughs> to an extent. But all she wants to do is provide rock bottom deals <laughs> at, a, at a quick and efficient pace yeah i don't know um, and somehow planet express is still in business as well, a... here's yeah yeah because they put everything out of business but somehow planet express they'll just figure it out <laughs> and then also bender got freed from the warehouse but i guess the robots don't need to work in the warehouse anymore because everything is the warehouse but if it's expanding so much wouldn't you need more and more robots no, just more and more drones. Because drones the drones robots. can literally just pick them up from the store now and take it over to the person because oh. everything's part of the store now. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? So for the Where rest of no warehouse. The warehouse is the universe. Where do they get the stuff then? <laughs> from where the stuff is. <laughs> So for the rest of Futurama, we have to have this in the back of our minds that they are in a giant Mamazon warehouse. Sort of like in The Simpsons, they moved the towel over. We have to always consider that. They moved it like five miles up the road because of the toxic waste situation, I believe. Yes. We have to always consider that for the rest of time. It was when Homer became the trash commissioner. The trash commissioner. The garbage man. Who could take a stinky diaper? Alaska, we blazed through this episode. So, um, with our additional time, I would love to just hear um, your various thoughts on. Um, the new season. Do you have any? Uh, she already gave them. I know, but we gotta get in depth. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. Rank them. Rank rank the five episodes so far. Did you you remember while you were awake? No, no, don't do what Nick's saying. What's your favorite episode been so far as a super fan? Which one scratched your Futurama itch the best? I think they're doing a. Hold on, I'm looking up a list of the episodes. What what are they? I know the first one was like, oh, we're streaming. We're on Hulu. Do you get it? We're on Hulu. Get it? But we're on Hulu now. Do you understand? <laughs> then there's the one about the... Okay, here it is. <laughs> it was the West? Was that the second one? No, it was no, um, the Kip's Kids. 
Kip and Le- uh, Amy's kids. The the um oh wait I'm looking at season one. <laughs> okay. Space pilot three thousand. Impossible stream. <laughs> Children of a lesser bog. I think I like that one the most. Oh. It wasn't like oh we have to talk about like a topical thing that's going on like right now. It was just sort of like a timeless like episode about like it was about their universe. It was about how they they procreate it was about leela's like urge to like be mom like which i thought was really strong um who's your favorite of the um kif leela amy babies because there's the little one that doesn't talk there's the girly middle one and then there's like the teenage apathetic one the goth one yeah Yeah, i I think he's the runaway hit with everyone that's me that's he's the sure. runaway hit. <laughs> I'm, I'm curious, like, when are we gonna see those kids again? Like, there's no reason for them to have been Probably in this episode. as much as we see Dwight. I guess so. Yeah, we haven't seen H- Hubert at all, have we? Hubert, first of Hubert. all. Hubert, <laughs> and second of all, no, we haven't. But we haven't seen Dwight. No, we haven't. No, we no have Hubert seen Dwight. Yet. Because apparently Hermes's and Dwight's relationship is very important. Yes. (laughs) Limbo and yes. Uh (laughs) And the Wild West. Parasite. The the Parasites episode was really weird. Uh, It was really trippy, but it was supposed to be. It was the sort of psychedelic episode. Do you like Dune, the movie? Um. uh, uh, No. Um. No. I. I'm not aware of it. I'm, I'm aware of its existence, but I haven't seen I am, it. What, <laughs> who said that? Mariah Carey? I am not aware of who that is. <laughs> who said that? I don't know who that is. <laughs> she said that about someone. Anyway, okay. Alaska, since you are a returning guest, mm-hmm. um, and we, we really don't know which... Uh, answers you gave to the questions the first time we don't remember nor do i yeah so it'll be like it's all over again and it would be fun if any um if any of our like super fans of 40 percent podcast if you exist we know you exist because you're flooding nick's dms and he loves it um (laughs) but uh we'll compare answers sometime someone will do we'll put them back to back we'll see We'll see if you're a liar, Alaska. <laughs> anyway. Um, hey, hey, let me ask you something. The question is, who do you most relate to in the Futurama universe? Oh, um, Leela. And I think I probably said that before. Yeah. But, but Even Leela... this new unhinged Leela? Uh, no, well, that's why I have such a problem with her. I'm like, I'm like why like, are you mo- why are you moving in there? You, you're, she's she's so like in control of everything, and so it just seems crazy to me that she yeah. would be like, "I'm going to move in with if the you're two. a lot like Leela. I mean, it, it's really hard to think of like you know Leela or Alaska dating with or moving in with some kind of crazy, unpredictable person who's <laughs> got a lot of rough edges. You know? I know. I never do it. Um, <laughs> Alaska, what did you think about when uh, Leela uh, let Nibbler eat that human being and uh, sort of celebrated that the murder was being covered up by Nibbler? 
Um, I don't remember that. I might have fallen asleep. <laughs> <laughs> the very beginning of the episode. It Which was episode? A, it was a throwaway bit. Nibbler ate it was a alarming. lawyer. Nibbler ate a lawyer. Whole person. No, I did think like, oh yes, a complete person is now eaten, and we're just accepting this. It's it's thirty twenty three. Grow up. It's thirty twenty three. Listen, listen, death is inevitable. It's either gonna be under a bus or from someone walking their pet. <laughs> All right, uh, Alaska. Next question. That is, just raises further questions. <laughs> of the Futurama universe, who would you do? Fry. Fry Queen's I don't want to move Fry. in with him. I don't want to move in with him. <laughs> Hit it but and quit I it? do think he's really hot. Friends with benefits? Like, what's your ideal setup with Fry? No, I would even, like, probably date him, but separate residencies. Maybe this is just, like, like how I have to operate That's now. very Frida Kahlo need... of you. <laughs> I need... Is that what she does? Well, I... she Dolly had Parton, a house I think, and... also. She had two houses, and they were connected with a little bridge, and one was her husband. Yes. And <laughs> this... Helena Bonham Carter and Tim Burton divorced, but they still live next door to each other for their kids. Or they did for a long time. For their kids, so their kids just could go back and forth. Is it those two meme houses in Santa Monica? <laughs> the the black yeah. one and the pink Which one. Which one of them would be in the pink one? They'd both weirdly live Tim Burton. <laughs> weirdly, actually Tim Burton. Tim Burton makes more sense because th- there's a Pee Wee's Playhouse element to it, so he could lean into that. I don't. I don't see Helena living in that pink house. All right. Wait, was um, that the end of the questions? Is there one more? No, Wait. there's one last question, but it's that pretty... That just raises further questions! It's pretty useless. Um, are you going to watch more Futurama after this? Absolutely. Oh, I'm in it. I can't wait. Every single episode. So the next one is a Christmas episode, uh, which I'm looking forward to that. Wait, you're looking I forward to that one? I hate the Christmas episodes. I think Robot Santa is a, is a, a creative creation, and I think that uh, <laughs> I like that whole lore. So I like that. And then the next, the one after that is a pandemic episode, which I'm like, can't does every episode have to be about a topical thing? Just make fun of Star Trek storylines. <laughs> There's a lot now. Well, they did this. They did this in the previous reboots, where they were like, "We have an episode about the iPhone. We have an episode yeah. about the, the podcast. We I have an episode about this and that." I think they're kind of doing what you were saying about with and just like that. It was kind of like, okay, so and just like that, had to recognize that Sex in the City, a show about four affluent, you know, beautiful, thin white women. Um, living their best lives maybe isn't as uh, doesn't doesn't welcome in as many people these days. So season one felt very clunky as they tried to kind of like update the structure of the show and the premise of the show. But at the same time, right. it's kind of like what do you, yes. what else do you expect them to do? Continue to work under a model like a show model that they know is outdated. Like they're gonna have to be clunky to get to a place where it makes any sense today. You know, as they yes. transition. We talk about <laughs> Sex in the City so much on this fucking Futurama podcast. <laughs> I'm just calling it right now. If we ever run out of episodes, we're not gonna do The Simpsons. We're not gonna do Disenchantment. We're gonna do <gasps> Sex in the City. I'm saying oh. it right now. 
I don't oh. want to. I, in 10 I years, we're going to do Sex in the City. I hate how much I know about Sex in the City. I hate it. <laughs> I hate how much I watch that show. So everybody set your alarms for 10 years from now. I'm 40% podcast Sex in the City season one. That's when we start. If, they, if they're not just following me around to get material for Miranda, I swear <laughs> to God. <laughs> wait, is, uh, wait, Miranda is was Michael... always pansexual. If you go back to season one, which I downloaded a bunch for a plane ride, she's <laughs> always been pansexual. The thing, like, literally, it's always been that. So I'm glad that, like, she is now. Yeah. Important anyway. question Is Michael Steve or Che Diaz? <laughs> Answer honestly. <laughs> Michael. How's he is... finger? <laughs> Has he finger? Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my Michael God. Michael is more Steve than Che Diaz, but I think he's more Aiden than anything else. Because <laughs> he's making little crafts? <laughs> no, replace crafts with music. Mm. <laughs> then oh, I, I like shouldn't you be comparing him to that like jazz musician that she dated for three episodes? <laughs> no, I just... We're moving on. Uh, Miranda, Miranda, why you always bring out topics I said uh, I don't want to talk about on the podcast? <laughs> um, Alaska, thank you so much for joining us today. Please, please plug all your podcasts. You have many. You have a whole network. You own 51% of this company. Don't yes. fuck with you, fellas. Yes. Um, Plug away, it, baby. It's expanded, and now the whole universe is within it. <laughs> it's within mom. <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, Race Chaser with Alaska and Willem is uh, every Wednesday, and we talk about RuPaul's Drag Race, old and new. And then uh, we have Hot Goss on Friday, and then we have Unplugged on Monday. And uh, High Jinx is also <laughs> a high-quality <This>, mom <laughs> podcast the program. The sister podcast. Um Alaska and everyone can f- follow you at they're probably already following you let's be real but if they aren't it's at Alaska I'm sure uh, Alaska <laughs> the only Alaska right actually the I should Alaska. change it to Alaska, Alaska I'm sure 5,000 <laughs> I'm Alaska, Alaska I'm, I'm sure it's sure. <laughs> the only Alaska 5,000 on uh, Instagram <laughs> Alaska I'm sure <laughs> Charmed, I'm sure. Well, thank you so much for joining us, listeners. We will be back next Monday for a brand new episode of Christmas episode. In the middle of <laughs> the fall, um, we'll be back next week for a new, brand new. I'm forty percent podcast. Until then, have a futuristic day, everybody. The clamps. Wow, 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 wow,